Well, hello there. Long time no see, or no here, at any rate. Podcast has been unusually quiet, and again, I apologize for that. So many reasons, not worth getting into. So welcome back to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of October 31st, 2022, and for several weeks prior as well. I'm Scouter Ken, and I'm once again recording, recording it all, from St. Albert, Alberta. Of course, it being now November, just coming off of the tail end of October, one of the big news events was the yearly biggest scouting event you may have never heard of, Jota Jyoti, the Jamboree on the air, Jamboree on the internet. Scouts from around the world, millions of young people from 150 different countries around the world, connected with each other on the weekend of October 14th to 16th. For many scouts, things like Jota Jyoti became increasingly important in the pandemic years. There was actually an extra Jota Jyoti held during 2020, and even if they went back to their regular October schedule once a year in 2021 and now again in 2022, it really has been an opportunity for scouts to reach out and connect to each other in ways that you know they haven't had opportunities to do in person now for a couple of years. I mean, we're starting to see jamborees come back online. There's a number of them lined up for 2023. Obviously, I'm the contingent lead for one, but Jota Jyoti has really been a way for scouts to reach out and connect with each other for, for many, many years now anyways. But again, just it takes on sort of this special poignancy in the wake of the pandemic. And actually, this was an interesting Jota Jyoti for another reason, too. I'm not that big on cryptocurrencies and all of that stuff. I kind of look sideways at them. I don't have a lot of trust in them. And, you know, certainly there's any number of examples of of scams and rug pulls and pyramid schemes and whatever else that have characterized uh, the cryptocurrency world. NFTs are another thing that, you know, I'm kind of like, well, mm, is this a thing? Is this not a thing? Whether it is or it isn't, this was the first year where an NFT badge was available during Jota Jyoti. The, uh, the digital badge was evidently backed by the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, the new green Ethereum blockchain, which is one of the big reasons that I think scouting world organization or the scouting movement went for that as opposed to some of the other blockchains that are available. The project is being led by Mihailo Atanakovic, who has been at the helm of World Scouting's digital transformation efforts for a number of years now. Carrick um, Gessies holds uh, an Ethereum Foundation fellowship. And yeah, during the Jota Jyoti this year, um, People had the opportunity to take part in different innovation labs and online sessions, uh, some of which focused on learning about blockchain and Web3 technologies, and were able to set up digital wallets to receive this NFT badge. I didn't do it myself. Not really, like I say, not really something I'm into. But you know what? If you happened to collect a World Scouting NFT badge, then cool. Good on you. Um, I actually see there might be a way that I could still collect it. I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. If you missed it and you want to perhaps collect it, maybe there's a way to do that still. We'll find out. I did take part in Jota Jody, and it was wonderful talking with people from all around the world yet again. So earlier this year, uh, the World Organization of the Scouting Movement partnered with the United Nations Environment Program, and I guess they came up with this project called, well, Project for the Planet. And some of the winners were evidently scouts, quoting scout.org. 
We know that scouts have great ideas for how to create a better, cleaner, greener world, and we wanted to see more of these ideas brought to life. We also know that implementing a great idea usually requires at least a bit of money and resources. So we challenge scouts to think through their ideas to help the environment. What problem do they want to solve? How do they want to solve it? What people and resources do they need to accomplish this? How long will it take? How much will it cost? Young people from around the world share their ideas with us by submitting projects on the Scout Donation Platform, our fee-free crowdfunding site for scouts to raise funds for local initiatives. We then selected the 10 most impactful environmental projects to receive matching funds and invited one project creator to join World Scouting's youth delegation to the COP27 event in Egypt. And the winner is the Connecting the Dots project in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Connecting the Dots, taking care of people, taking care of planet, connects waste pickers, farmers, popular education institutions, and families in the southern part of the city of Sao Paulo, where there is a high social vulnerability, including food insecurity, poverty, and a lack of access to public services. Through the creation of waste pick points in educational institutions, residents will be invited to bring their waste, which will be collected by waste pickers, to generate income for them. This educational space exchanges the waste collected for fruit and vegetables planted by small farmers and offers them to children and adolescents who are hosted by the project. The project was created by a scout named Larissa in collaboration with scout leaders Bibi and Isabella, and partnering with a local farmer and a waste picker and an NGO called Bauhinia. The scouts are members of the Scouts of Brazil, and according to Anita, a representative from the group, uh, well, she, in fact, will be attending COP27 on behalf of the project. She will join a delegation of scouts committed to climate action and sustainability. They're evidently still taking donations. I'm also going to throw a link into the show notes about, it's more of a humanitarian story. It's written by a young lady named Kira, 12 years old, forced to leave Ukraine in February and find safety in Lithuania. And she's penned a bit of an essay on scout.org about, you know, still living up to the scout promise, even though she's now miles from home and, you know, from her country and the country that got her started in scouting. I won't excerpt from it here in the episode, but worth a read. And I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. And just when you thought travel woes might have abated, I know Canada, for example, has um, abandoned requiring the use of the ArriveCan app, which we discussed on a previous full-length episode of Scouting Stuff. Just when you think that travel woes might be starting to abate, nope. Some scouts from New Brunswick were left stranded in the United Kingdom after their flight home was cancelled. Quoting Global News. The scout motto is to be prepared, but in some cases, even that's not enough. A Canadian scout troop learned this the hard way after their flight home was cancelled last minute. And as their scouter tells us, the airline has even left them with the bill, which is really quite unfortunate. The Moncton, New Brunswick-based scout group, um, like they say, claim they were left holding the bill for thousands in reimbursements after a rather turbulent trip with WestJet, one of Canada's air carriers. Members of the Moncton 1st BPSA group flew to the United Kingdom over the summer to attend a camporee. They had been planning the trip for more than three years. However, the day before their return to Canada, WestJet cancelled the flight, which left the scouts, some 13 in total, in addition to the adults with them, stranded pretty much on the other side of the world from home. Now, WestJet did cover the costs of the hotel up front, but insisted that the scouts keep receipts for other expenses, which could be reimbursed in an expedited process. By the time the troop had returned home, almost 3,000 had been accumulated in expenses, which included a chartered bus after their new flight ended in Halifax instead of Moncton. Their scouter submitted all the documentation soon after the troops returned from the UK, but three months on, he has not yet received a cent from WestJet. That's very unfortunate. Hopefully something that can be resolved soon now that there's attention put on it, but, you know, 
it's hard to say how long these things will turn. For the legality side, uh, apparently the law is on his side here, but again, it sometimes just takes a while for these bureaucratic processes to churn, and it's unfortunate that, you know, someone is left with some expenses on presumably their credit card, sort of racking up interest while waiting for WestJet to do their thing. And one more story just to wrap it up. Over in the USA, scouting for food is ramping up again ahead of Thanksgiving. So you may see some notifications from the Scouts BSA troops in your area, if you live in the United States, stating that they'll be collecting food, doing food drives in the near future. They may already be doing them in your area. Please do consider donating to them if they come to your door. Scouting for food is definitely a worthwhile initiative and a massive benefit to food pantries and food banks in the regions where it's carried out. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, be prepared. Be prepared.